the TNP's Power Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNB's Power Hour. I'm T, and... I'm B. That you are, my friend. Hey, Bees, it's uh, been another week. A whole I'm other there. seven days have passed. And, of course, more <laughs> ridiculous and crazy news, I'm sure, is on the horizon. But uh, what have you been up to? What have you been doing for the last seven days? Uh, not much, really. Just trying to enjoy my last few days before my semester started today. Ooh. Um, Yeah. Oof. Uh, two cool things that happened. I finally made my debut on Sparrows. That was awesome. That was so awesome. Hashtag, uh, Eldritch Abomination. Uh, <laughs> Held Eldritch, uh, sausage nation as well. Yeah, oh my god. It was just sausage party. That, that was the best, <laughs> best fucking episode ever. That was crazy. Um, totally crazy. Oh yeah. And then two, for those of you, I told you this earlier, Ty. For those of you that uh, have been following me for a while, know that I was trying to get into stream speedrunning. I've been trying to network here and there, trying to get to know people. And I started talking to the gentleman who is in the 26th. He's in 26th place of the entire world for speedrunning. And he has agreed to coach me to be my senpai to help me speedrun. So speedrunning pumped about that. Uh, is he Mega Man X. Mega Man X, yes. He's 25th in the world for Mega Man X or multiple no. games? Or well, I haven't checked any other ones. I just I know on the website speedrun.com that I'm looking here and I see him right here as number 26. Boom. Oh, yeah. By like one second. Yeah, the if he drops two seconds, he jumps up to 23rd. Man, speedrunning. That's... I tried doing it at some points in my life just to see what, what it was all about, but it is stressful. It is yeah, downright. Yeah, it is. yeah. You're like one second off and you go, oh, my life is over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I hadn't done it in a while. I was busy doing other things, working on the new stream stuff and the new shows. And so I was watching a bunch of stuff today and talking with him. So I got back on the game and I was like, all right, time to pick up from where I left off. All right, let's run this. And I could not beat the first level. Oh, no. I could not beat the first level with, uh, let me just say without dying. Yeah. You know, uh, or, or like screwing up majorly to where it's going to cost me like 20 seconds, but like, it was extremely frustrating and I just, I didn't even, I didn't even get close to, to even moving on because I, I could not beat that level today. And I just, I got, I got mad, threw my controller down and just closed the game out. (sighs) Broken more controllers oh, that way. Loving it. Well, you know, I, I wish you the best of luck. You'll have to keep us informed on uh, your progress as you well, become I'm start the, doing some streams of it, the so. premier number one speedrunner of Mega Man X in the world here. You've heard it here first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have the gift and it'll be something, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't been doing anything quite so interesting as that. I've just uh, I've got some art finished for Sinan, which was nice. Uh, some cool yeah. little pieces for that. And uh, did the streaming thing and, and ran some games and had some crazy moments and uh, decided to create a card battler using my system. Yeah, so, you know, future. nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Nothing out of the, you know. No, not a, not a big deal at all. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you did manage to finish a stream without getting me killed i did i did uh the city still fell but i think that's kind of the purpose yeah, i've yep. been streaming a lot of uh get, yeah the last spell a lot of fun but you're destined to fail there's no way to win that game until you've failed over and over again a few times that's kind of one of the core mechanics for it but yeah i'm, I'm sure i'll kill you again in the future beast don't you worry <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> don't you worry if I don't do it, you'll do it to yourself with your potions in our game. Uh, oh, my but God. that's what we're here for is to uh, become, you know, Cthulian horror amalgamations of tentacles and tongues and, and daggers in hands and all kinds of stuff. And to tell you the news, talk about that that's news. And that is that's how we do. All right. So getting to the news today, our first story oh, is dude. woman deliberately runs. 49 red lights in ex-boyfriend's car to rack up fines after he left her for another woman. Oh boy, an angry woman was arrested in Zhejiang province in eastern China after she deliberately ran 49 red lights in her ex-boyfriend's car, according to local media. The woman identified as Lu asked a man called Chen to rent her former partner's Audi 
The state-run Global Times newspaper reported Chen then handed the car to another man called Zhu, who, with Lu, used the car in a two-day marathon committing traffic offenses, the Global Times said. Zhu and Lu ran 49 red lights as well before they were stopped by police. The car belonged to someone known only as Qian, who, according to the Global Times, had dated Lu before leaving her for another woman. Following questioning by the police, it was revealed that Lu had come up with a plan to rack up fines in a bid to spite her ex. The newspaper said, Zhu, Lu's accomplice, was reportedly promised a date with Lu if he joined the four-wheel revenge plot. Okay. Uh, spited love, everyone. I mean, okay. The story itself, not not, not that crazy, because I get it. You know, there people have done worse, you know. So, you know, running 49 red lights, that, I mean, yeah. That's a few. Get it. That's a, that's a few. I mean, if you're mad enough, that's at your determination. Ex, right, right there. Right. That's at least kind of a clever thing to do to to an ex of yours, to a, yeah. a spited. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, hopefully yeah. there was running red lights. Well, yeah, I mean, so to be fair, I've driven around a lot, and I sit there at a red light, and there's not a goddamn car in sight for like forty minutes. True. And I'm just sitting here, like you know, whenever the hell you want to go. Oh, I better not run this light and get hit by no one. <laughs> so, you know, I'm assuming most of those were that. Um, but yeah, you know, it, she could have done done something a little uh a little more drastic or dangerous to others. Yeah, I mean, there are um, people who are literally like attacking their exes yeah. or burning things or, you know, the, the the generalized crazy story is throwing stuff out in the yard and, you know. Yeah. But but this other guy is like, yeah, I'll go break the law with a chance to date you. Uh, that, <laughs> that, somebody, we need to figure out where he lives. We need his address because we need to start a, a GoFundMe to send him gallons upon gallons of water. Because that is the <laughs> thirstiest motherfucker to ever live. Yep. <laughs> I am not going to go and help you commit what I assume might be a felony to just just to get you know get a chance to touch your butt no no you think felonies no. aren't worth you know butt touching is that what i'm Hell hearing no. i i ain't met a butt that's worth getting a felony over and, and <laughs> possibly getting put in jail and having to fight off big bubba from cell block d no hell no oh geez all right fine fine so we'll we'll just say you're you're not as thirsty as this this other apparently individual. not uh all right our next story apparently not of today 17 hertz and huge blast during lapd detonation of explosive devices now this is the one that uh that you had mentioned uh to me oh. Oh, yes, the fireworks. So a major explosion in South Los Angeles on Wednesday evening damaged homes and injured 17 people, including police officers, as a bomb squad attempted to safely detonate improvised explosive devices that had been seized from a home along with about 5,000 pounds of illegal fireworks. Whew. Uh, the blast damaged cars in a residential neighborhood and left debris on the streets. Video on social media showed a truck that was being used to collect the explosives also appeared to be severely damaged. So let's see. Uh, these devices were seriously unstable. They put it in the iron chamber of a semi-truck that's supposed to contain explosives. However, there was a bigger boom than they intended. Uh, quote, a total catastrophic failure of that containment vehicle. Uh, Paul Sanchez, a KTLA photojournalist, said he was filming the containment unit from about 50 feet away when it exploded. It didn't knock me to the ground. It almost was like someone had thrown a football-style block against my chest. His ears kept ringing. It started ringing immediately. His adrenaline kicked in, and he kept working, shooting the aftermath of the explosion. So, yeah. Um, they still are trying to determine what went wrong specifically, but... I mean, how do you accidentally set off explosives that aren't that okay. are inert? Well, I'm gonna I'm an expert in this kind of stuff, so let me tell you, I okay. did a lot of research. Right. And by research, I mean I listened to this story this one time that you just said it. Now, um, I can pinpoint where it all went wrong. Some asshole did something that he thought he could handle, and he could not handle it, and he fucked up royally, and it all went tits up. Yeah, and because it's the 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 police force they will not admit that at all ever of course they won't i mean you can't admit fault <laughs> you have to show capability and authority and yeah. uh, you know yeah, sure. mm, there, there's a lot yeah, of bullshit there there's, a, there's a lot of uh wet ink on some of these reports i think mm -hmm. oh yeah 100 percent. but yeah 
Johnny Jackass was like, oh, I got this. Don't worry. I know how to handle this. I've been in force 15 years. <laughs> and then fucking lit something up and it went and sparked something else that he wasn't planning to. And it all just went out of control in 2.5 seconds and just went to hell. Uh, Blue, can you imagine sitting inside of your house only a few blocks away hearing that bomb go off? I mean, that's what it would sound like is a bomb, not just a firework. But that many explosives inside of a metal containment unit that blasts people from 50 feet away. Oh, I'd do this. Oh, I'd be, I, I would be terrified, but then I would be happy. I'd be really happy because I am suing the shit out of the city. I ptsd for me my kids my wife my cats you know fuck we were we were we were house sitting some gerbils and they got ptsd too shit they've all got you know? PTSD. <laughs> yeah it's a whole Fucking family all yeah. the emotional distress got all, all those, those gerbils hitting the floor looking around for for enemies <laughs> shit as soon as it blows up and let let any of the shrapnel get close to my house i'm just gonna start busting windows and shit and be like look they did all this house damage to me i deserve to you know i deserve more in my settlement i'm fairly certain that the that that level of uh force would have probably caused property damage just around them pretty severely oh definitely in a yeah it's just just from the concussive blast from that shit mm-hmm. detonating especially you said how many pounds of illegal fire five thousand that's two tons two and a half yeah. tons of fireworks yeah yeah, anything within like a block is just getting wrecked. Absolutely, like glass or not, like like built like yeah. Anything within like I want to say, oh my god, wherever it detonated, anything within a street of that is just I it, done done. Yeah, absolutely, I'm surprised there there are 17 hurt only. Yeah, that's there. The fact that there isn't any fatalities or serious injuries. That's like yeah. amazing in this circumstance. Yeah. Okay, so that is that story, and a lot of people critting on their dexterity saving throws. Yeah, a whole oh, lot, <laughs> whole lot of crit rolls there. <laughs> um, so the next one, people dumped their pets into lakes. Officials say now football-sized goldfish are taking over. <laughs> Oh, boy. So that's that's an interesting one. Officials in Burnsville, a city about 15 miles south of Minneapolis, demonstrated why late last week when they shared photographs of several massive goldfish that were recovered from a local lake, which I have an image of that real quick. There's those goldfish. Uh, I was about to say, please tell me. Please tell me you have an image. (laughs) The discarded pets can swell. I love goldfish. They're beautiful. They are. They're a very pretty thing, uh, but they're potentially really dangerous, more so than I thought when it came to environmental impacts, because they dig, they uproot things, mm-hmm. they cause silt and debris that are abnormal because of where they actually nest. This guy says, please don't release your pet goldfish into mm-hmm. ponds and lakes. The city wrote a Twitter post, which had been liked, and right? We tweeted more than 15,000 times Sunday night. They grow bigger than you think and contribute to poor water quality by mucking up the bottom sediments and uprooting plants. Burnsville, uh, along with neighboring Apple Valley, began surveying the lake's goldfish population after residents complained of a possible infestation Working with the company Carp Solutions, which specializes in controlling water pests, the city sent a team to investigate, and even it was surprised by the size of the fish it found. You see goldfish in the store, and they're these small fish, Caleb Ashling, Burnsville's natural resource specialist, said in an interview. When you pull a goldfish about the size of a football out of a lake, it makes you wonder how this can even be the same type of animal. A few goldfish might seem like some harmless addition to the local water body, but they're not. <laughs> so this is this is a pretty big one. When it came to this, here we go. Last year, county workers removed an estimated 30 to 50,000 of the fish in one day. The origin of the problem, the county said, probably is one or more individuals illegally dumping pet goldfish over the years. In 2018, Washington state officials said they would spend about $150,000 rehabilitating a lake near Spokane that had become so overrun with goldfish that it was hurting the trout population. An invasive species expert in Alberta called the Canadian province's problem scary. About two months ago in Virginia, state wildlife officials certified a record that an angler reeled in a 16-inch goldfish. But they warned that pet owners owners should never release their aquatic organisms into the wilds. These things can get to four or five pounds, and they breed like crazy. And they're actually, surprisingly, they're actually really durable fish, which is why they can survive being shaken in bags by kids and put inside of water that's way too acidic for them or too cold or too hot all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though you might go to Walmart and buy one from one of those bags and like, why did it die the day I brought it home? Because that thing has been through some shit. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. I mean, oh, 
That's a big ass goldfish. I, I've been this whole time just staring at it. I mean, that, that probably, thing is fucking massive. Oh my gosh. When I was 21, one of my friends uh, was hanging out with a, we had a bunch of stupid teens and, you know, early 20 somethings all hanging out at one point, having a bit of a little party. And someone got stupid and was like, uh, we're going to play truth or dare or whatever. And the dare that came up was, I want you to eat one of the goldfish in the tank. Oh. And the guy did it. Uh, took some soy sauce, took out a goldfish, put it in. I was like, oh, why are you? That's not even nice. Uh, and then proceeded to just eat the thing, scales and all, because it was live. To, well, it was cooked. It, it was live until it went in the pan and they put the lid on. So, oh, okay. So they, okay. See, that's, I thought it was just like, bro, eat a goldfish right now. <laughs> Swallow oh, it. do it, bro. Like that. <laughs> I mean, I I've like, heard oh. of people doing that, but no, that was, that was a, a moment I went like, why the hell would, that's not even your fish, man. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I'd be pissed if fucking Chad ate one of my fish because he's an asshole. Yeah, but if you get one like this I, size yeah, and I you catch it in a lake, what do you think? Is that good eating? You like fish? <laughs> I mean, I like fish, but something tells me that's not going to be delicious. That's, uh, uh, probably not. I mean, if you're dying and you, you need to survive. Oh, that's going to be some good ass eating. But, you know, my my sensitive, spoiled ass palate, probably not. So uh, if, you, if you out there in the audience have ever caught a large and oversized goldfish and eaten it, let us know. <laughs> let us yeah, know. Please let good. us know. When I was younger, <laughs> I had to bite the head off of the first fish I caught because holy shit. Adam, because wow. my dad said it that's was a family tradition. Fuck. Oh, that's not metal. That's like, oh my god, I can't believe he that's... did it. Coming from the dad, that's what's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm sorry, Adam. Come here. Come here, Adam. <laughs> Just get in for those hugs. It's okay. All right, moving on from fish horrors. Uh... Holy shit! That's that's. All I can say is that's metal as fuck. Like, I caught my first fish. (laughs) (laughs) My precious. (laughs) I've gained its vitality. Like, wow. Either you're stealing power from it or you're Gollum from Lord of the Rings. One or the other. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Do fish bleed out like that? I don't think they just, like, anime bleed out like that, do they? They don't anime bleed. They do have blood. Some of them have more than others. Some of them are... But they definitely do have a bloodline that moves through them. They're... So, I mean, you, if you've ever caught and cleaned a fish, you'll, you can attest that they bleed. No, but I it's have, not like, I've caught and never cleaned one. Though. They don't have, like, those super strong squirty hearts. So it's not There's something. a lot going in there for sure. Everything that Adam says now, I just want to hug him more. I'm so sorry, Adam. <laughs> I am so sorry, shit. All right, we're going we're gonna to move on from fish now to the next yeah, story. The next story oh, is... Something else. <laughs> Delhi police uses water cannons against BGP workers protesting over the water crisis. So the Delhi police on Monday resorted to water cannons to disperse the BJP workers who staged a protest over the water crisis in civil lines. Delhi BJP media department head Navir Kumar said the police used water cannons and lathes on the protesters and the mobile phones of many party workers were damaged. Ariana is releasing 120 million gallons per day, lesser than usual. Due to this, the production of more than 100 MGD of water has been affected. The water supply from Yamuna River to three water treatment plants has dipped. The three WTPs that receive water from Haryana used to produce a whole bunch of it, and now they only produce about half of it. Uh, so they are having a bit of a drought situation, and they're having issues with water. So mm. it's like, what do we want? Water! When do we want it? As they get just hosed down <laughs> in that moment. Yeah, I we mean, don't have enough water to use on to you, so we're going to go all of this at once. I mean, to be fair, the Delhi police are not the the villains in this. They are they are giving the people what they want. They were. They were just the people needed to be smart enough yeah. and like bring duffel bags that are waterproof to collect that stuff, right? Exactly. Or, you know, specify how you want the water. You can't just say we want more water now cuz that's what happens. You get more water now. It sounds like a dad move. It's like your kids are whining about something continuously, and you're just like, fine, and you just throw it in their face. (laughs) Red t-shirt contest protest? It just so happens that everybody that showed up was wearing a white shirt. Yeah, that's what so it, it was. It turned it, it turned from a protest to, to it degraded really quickly. It, it became a party <laughs> out there in the out there in the Delhi sun. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is BJP? Uh, what? That's a good question. I should look that up. Actually, Bharatiya Janata Party. And he's on the list. It's one oh, of the two okay. major political parties oh, okay. in India. Like you know, Republicans are 
you know, Democrats or whatever. It's a, it's a political party. All right. Wi-Fi password leads to disagreement, allegedly firing shots at her neighbor. Uh, so a woman is was arrested and is facing multiple charges after an apparent disagreement with her neighbor turned violent. According to Pittsburgh police, the alleged incident happened in the apartment building on Forbes Avenue around 11 a.m. on July 9th. And the police spoke with witnesses after it had occurred. Jania Allen, 23, was asked by her neighbor's son for the Wi-Fi password, which led to a verbal argument between her and the neighbor. Police say witnesses told them at that time Allen had a gun on her and told the neighbor, come down and fight me. After that, when the neighbor shut her door to the house, they heard shots fired from outside. The neighbor had allegedly opened the door to see Allen going back to her apartment. At that point, they called 911. While police had been en route, Allen left the apartment building and drove away in her car. They found at the house... Uh, with the neighbor's babysitter, son and brother all inside the apartment, bullet holes in the door outside and the roof inside. So it's likely that she fired through the door just and it just went right into the house. The lady's now facing multiple charges, including four counts of aggravated assault, four counts of reckless endangering another person, two counts of simple assault, two counts of terroristic threats and two counts of carrying a firearm without a license. This sounds like a Florida man story. Yeah, but like what? So so I'm listening and I'm trying to see why why this all went to so, hell. So here's here's what I think uh, from a logistical point happened. Uh, her son's friend goes over to the friend's house. They live in the same apartment building and the son is asked for the Wi-Fi password to his own Wi-Fi. So they'd be hijacking mm-hmm. it. And then uh, the lady finds out about that, gets mad, stop stealing my Wi-Fi, whatever, I'm going to shoot you. Or the other way around, I want to steal your Wi-Fi, let me have it or I'll shoot you. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. Like, that's, I, I, wow, this is what happens when you are not educated, because, yeah, okay, my son gives my Wi-Fi password away, damn, how dare you, remember not to do that in the future, I'm gonna be real mad at you, guess what I do, change the Wi-Fi password, or, crazy enough, block the goddamn MAC addresses of the of, of, of devices that now, are using your stuff. That one is probably a little outside of normal use. Speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but totally, still, yeah. You can change the password basic anytime. one-on-one, you can change the password. Absolutely. That There's no reason to get so mad at someone that you draw a firearm on them unless they're, I don't know, attacking you or threatening someone you love. There's yeah. no... You don't do it because of Wi-Fi. She fired into the door. There were kids in the building. Like, who the hell? Oh, no, I'd have beat that. Oh, oh, I'd have fought somebody at that point. Yeah. You, you do not shoot at my kids and put them in danger. No, no, no. No. Nope. You can get mad at me all you want, but the moment you put my kids in danger, nope. That's when we got to go a couple rounds. That point, Papa, put Bear goes, on. Papa Bear goes berserk right at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Locking down Mac address isn't that, uh, no, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next one. This one is cigarette maker Philip Morris to buy the UK producer of respiratory treatments. Philip Morris is like, uh, the big, one of the biggest cigarette providers in the nation um, overseas. The move by Philip Morris is the latest push by big tobacco companies to change their image. Following years of negative press and lawsuits for marketing and selling cigarettes, a product that health advocates and experts say continues to be the leading cause of preventable deaths worldwide. Philip Morris aims to use Vector's expertise with inhalable formulations and device design to produce a range of over-the-counter and prescription-based respiratory therapies. So, uh, yeah... This, <laughs> now in menthol. Now in menthol. This this person says, on one hand, Philip Morris's determination to accelerate the end of smoking might seem like turkeys voting for Christmas, but as more and more people shift to health, turkeys voting for Christmas. I guess turkey dinner is more common overseas on Christmas because Thanksgiving is the thing here. But, I guess uh, maybe. But as yeah. more and more people shift to healthier lifestyles that would eventually be found themselves why is that in brackets eventually found themselves obsolete so they're attempting to uh hedge out the market on the cures for their own illnesses in an effort to to make money off of that <laughs> oh my god and make sure so says, can you get it in like a i was gonna say oh no i, I was gonna say i was <laughs> i was just gonna say like can you get like a two pack or like, <laughs> is it like a, a card thing? Once you like, you get it stamped every time. And after your first hundred pack of cigarettes, you get a respirator for free. Yeah, there you go. It's like, get yourself prepped for that inevitable moment when you can no longer breathe. Yeah. McSherry in the audience says, dude, I was reading about that. Like talk about a monopoly, buy our cigarettes and then we'll sell you the inhaler you need because you bought our cigarettes. I mean, that's just exactly. that's, that's smart investments right there. That's what that is. That's, that's not 
that's not the corruption of the way our uh, financial system works at all. Yeah, that's like that's like uh, McDonald's selling, you know, like I don't I don't know, uh, insulin shots or something. There you go. You know, after after you eat their food, insulin shots and you defibrillators. Know? That's what we're yeah, talking exactly. about. <laughs> like you know, buy the new Big Mac meal, you'll get a burger, fries, a drink, and a defibrillator for free. <laughs> We'll give you Get the one adrenaline. Of our new five defibrillators. We'll give yeah. you the adrenaline shots you need to survive our meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the adrenaline to eat more. Exactly. Let's make Jeez. you hungrier. Oh, Full product life cycle. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is just this is just outright corruption in my opinion. And a company that has made a ridiculous amount of money on a product that damages the life of its its own consumer base, and then they're going around to take that huge amount of money that they have to buy the next big product that they're going to need or be able to use to continue making money. It's the horrors of capitalism, in my opinion. Some, some of these things can be really bad, depending on where they go, you know? All right, so with that... Exactly. That's just... Wow. Our next story... That makes as much sense go ahead. as the, the water cannon one. Wasting water when people are trying to... Yeah. Like, couldn't they have used uh, that's to go back to that story? Couldn't I mean, they have used a I, different tactic? Well, I mean, the only other t- if, to be fair, it was either that or like beanbag guns. Yeah, but beanbag bu- guns don't waste water when you're in the middle of a water beanbag shortage. Guns Bean, beanbag guns hurt like a motherfucker, though. That's true. They will bruise and break yeah. bones and stuff. They're pretty, pretty brutal. And those rubber bullets, oh, man, we, we got to witness those here when we had all the protests happening. There were a lot of individuals that were coming back with, like, eye wounds and stuff. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That was oof. Moving on, moving on. Oregon man knocks out Hogtie's active shooter, according to Portland police. I just put that on here because... I'm from Oregon, and it's nice to have a nice story every once in a while. <laughs> Was this really you, Ty? Uh, I'm not going to say. You? I'm not going to say <laughs> that you've never seen me or Oregon man in the same room. But uh, so, Oregon authorities say a Portland shooting incident saw 29 bullets fly before witnesses subdued and beat up the suspect, who was the only person injured. A neighbor stuck up, snuck up on the gunman and knocked him out before others helped tie him up. So, Luke Stolarsk. 32. Allegedly fired more than two dozen rounds indiscriminately at an occupied apartment building firing at random in southwest Portland around 1 a.m. June 29th. No one was injured, so that's lucky. There was obviously not a whole lot of uh, soft targets going you know, through the walls, windows, whatever. He didn't. After being woken up by yeah. a loud argument, a neighbor identified in court documents as John Dickinson went outside and saw the suspect with a handgun and green laser. Solarski left, then came back with an AR-15, which he is accused of firing at random towards a row of apartments, the affidavit alleges. Dickinson crept up and bashed the 140-pound suspect with a stick, and then wrestled the gun away, narrowly avoided getting shot, and pummeled Stolarsk with his fists until he was unconscious, according to the affidavit. <laughs> so the thing that bothers me about this, this particular one, there was a lot of shots that went off. There was a lot, there was video of firing at it. There was a Stellaris was firing at a man that threw, mm. ran through the parking lot. Got lucky this guy was a horrible shot. But this yeah. is the charges. <laughs> uh, they charged him with multiple counts of unlawful use of a weapon, criminal mischief, oh. and discharging a firearm. What? Those were his those were his uh his charges. Yeah. I mm, let me not get started on that, because I'm gonna say some I'm gonna say some stuff, but mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Man, wow. Well, thank God for the cowboy. Like yep. Sherry said, only cowboys with lassos can stop guys with guns. <laughs> Taking them down. Uh, nobody got you hurt. You brought a so... lasso to a gunfight? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, good shot. Well, good Samaritan being what it was. That individual hopefully should never, I mean, honestly, should never have had to deal with that. But it's a good thing they did. Because uh, that could have gotten a lot worse. But the fact that those charges were what were levied against this individual when everybody knew what was happening. Ugh. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. Like, oh. when you hear criminal mischief to my, it's like, oh, you scam. Yeah. Just firing your AR yeah, yeah, indiscriminately. Criminal. Yeah, you, 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 you do some graffiti. That's criminal mischief. <laughs> right. You, you egg somebody's house. Or and break a window. That's criminal mischief. Not going around, you know, firing off rounds like it. Oh, that's like <laughs> saying, oh, this guy just murdered somebody in cold blood. 
Let's charge him with disorderly conduct. Yeah. <sighs> Laws. Am I right? <laughs> Lawmakers. Am I right? Yeah, All I was right. about to say lawmakers. Lawmakers, exactly. All right, next one. Gutterball. Michigan man finds 160 bowling balls under his home. <laughs> now, this nice. Is a, this is an interesting one. So there we go. Michigan man made a striking discovery under his house when he went to demolish his back stairs. About 160 bowling balls. David said he found one ball buried in the sand behind cinder blocks this month and continued finding more over the following days. I was actually a little happy about it because that's a little easier to roll bowling balls out of the way than to move the sand and uh, figure out where to put all of that, he told the Detroit Free Press. Olson believes there are even more buried under his Norton Shores home. He contacted the maker of the balls, Brunswick Bowling Products, one of the biggest makers of bowling balls, actually, uh, which had a plant in the area and said they were made in the 1950s. He said former employees contacted him and told them the workers used to take scrap bowling balls to use as an alternative to gravel or sand. So they literally just used excess bowling balls the same way that you would to fill something in. Brunswick shut down the Muskegon plant in 2006. Olson said that many of the balls aren't in good shape. They don't even have finger holes and aren't polished. He was, he's donated some plans to give some to the Muskegon Heritage Museum, and he used the rest for landscaping or to make sculpture, sculptures. What'd you do if you found, like, your house was built on bowling balls? Well, are the bowling balls a, like, structural fixed point of my house? Like, moving them is going to destroy my house? I'd be pretty pissed, because that is not really, like, structurally sound. Yeah. But if it's just, like, a stash of bowling balls under my house, I... I don't know. I mean, I'd be like, huh, cool. I wonder how much I can sell these for. Do you think kind of thing? Do you think the bowling balls made in the 1950s were like made of some sort of cancer causing agent as well? You know, a lot of things in the oh, past. God. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's just like lead, but covered in like some kind of radioactive paint that nobody <laughs> ever tested. It's radioactive and lead awful. paint mixed in with this with asbestos <laughs> bowling balls. Yeah. And they don't have holes in them. That's so when you go to drill they, one, you're like, I'm going to drill this hole and I'm going to go to the bowling alley. Uh, oh, I'm dead now. Oh, my God. Let's see. Wait, hold on. I found an entire concrete patio broken up and buried under my old deck. I'm taking an entire dumpster full of concrete. Uh, oh, I'm talking to an entire dumpster full of concrete slabs. Not quite, Holy shit. Yeah, that would be. A, yeah, a I can imagine that to, to move. Yeah. Whew. Oh. I know, I know, like like Sherry said, I know Doyle would bust a nut if he found that. <laughs> he would just, I mean. He's like, like I've got Sherry 160 bowling balls yeah. to find the one that, <laughs> yeah. that just fits for any occasion. This one's the 710 oh, split bowling ball. This one's the down oh, the no, middle curve over. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Uh, no, you're 100% fine, Adam. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool to find that under. Like, why didn't you, I mean. I, I I'm not a homeowner, so I don't know too much. But why uh was it beyond repair or is it just like an aesthetics thing as to why you didn't go with the concrete that was there before and kind of just like fix it? Again, a, don't know what I'm talking about. He has a so. deck over top of it. So my assumption yeah. without without waiting for the answer is that he was wanting to have a raised deck off the ground instead of the concrete patio on the ground. Um Okay. So that would make sense to me. Uh, lifting things up off the ground for homeownership is important to keep the bugs and any oh, water damage, that kind of thing like out. Yeah. yeah. Also, I found out not too long ago that if you happen to have too much of an airtight space under your house, it can build up gases like xenon and things like that that are dangerous to you, which is why you always oh, see hell. vents around like every house space uh, mm -hmm. to try to protect you from the stuff that comes out of the ground during decomposition that could make you and your family sick or blow up or one of those oh, sort of things. That's it. When, what do you, when I get my when I get my actual house, this shit's gonna be ten feet off the ground. You know, if not all of us are like Doyle, of course, what do you do with 160 bowling balls? That's a lot of that, bowling balls. I told you, I'm gonna try and polish them up, sell them. Sell them. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one thing I was gonna say is that uh unlike sand or gravel, which do have markets, I mean you can just bury it or dump it off to the side, use it for your other projects, or maybe give it to a company mm -hmm. that takes those types of soils and things. I imagine bowling balls might be harder to deal with and if they you don't know? have holes in them you polish them what is it like a you go sell it to some like fortune tellers or something as a crystal ball i mean you have to drill holes in those things 
Well, I mean, also one you could you could talk to you know see about talking to maybe like one of these bowling alleys or something close by, see if you can do like a wholesale deal with them, you know, something like that. Or especially since they don't have holes in them already, you can make some crazy artwork, you know, like like create like a giant statue and then use those as like marbles. And then, you know, have have some kind of scene like that or use the bowling balls themselves to make some kind of sculpture. Well, you can do quite a bit with that. That is a that is an interesting question. I'm sure I could look this up easily, but I had never considered what bowling balls were made out of. I know many of them are plastic, hard polymers like that, but I'm sure that there are some that are no probably not even like appropriate to use on a bowling alley because they're so hard. If you have one made out of like stone, you throw it down there Flintstone style. Oh just yeah, bang up the just surface, shatter. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. so uh, let's let's see if Sherry might know that since uh, Doyle is a a bullaholic. Audience member McSherry, do you happen to know off the top of your head what bowling balls might be made out of the the most dangerous materials, if you will, uh, to <laughs> use at a bowling alley? Because you know, if it's just plastic, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, but, uh, let us know in, in, in the future, whenever you are able to, we'll move on forward no, right now, right, right this now. second. I can do it live. Right do this it second. Live. All right. Next story <laughs> is out of Nova Scotia. Man rescued after scaling a 30 meter, 90 feet here for those in the U S high Halifax mm-hmm. construction crane and falling asleep inside of it. There's an image of, of said crane up above everything, super high up there. So here's the story as it goes. A construction crew in Halifax had a surprise Friday morning when they arrived at work. They found a man in his 20s unresponsive and locked inside the cab at the top of a 30-meter tall construction crane. The man, believed to be intoxicated, had fallen asleep after scaling the crane overnight on Joseph Howe Drive, a busy stretch of road connecting to Armdale Roundabout and the Bedford Highway. Brad Connors, district chief of Halifax Regional Fire and Emergency, said the construction crew called around called 911 around 7.15 a.m. Uh, after the crane operator unsuccessfully tried to wake the man up. The situation was very dangerous. Construction crews are trained to climbing techniques and safety procedures in the operation of the crane itself. There's many hazards that civilians are not trained for. The man was unresponsive when discovered, locked inside the cab of this crane. Rescue technicians were sent to the scene, managed to wake them up. Once they determined he did not require medical attention, they created a plan to get him safely back to the ground using harnesses and ropes attached to anchor points on the crane, uh, and he managed to climb down himself with those ropes attached while rescue technicians monitored from above and below. So, um, are they sure they discovered a man in there and not like a cat? His cats climb to the top of things to sleep all the time. Or a bear. A drunk bear? It's a drunk bear. It happened to have gotten into a a, a crazy frat boy party, shaved itself naked, and was told it needed to climb this crane on a bet. And it did. And it's like, you know what? One hell of a rush week. This is a wonderful place to fall asleep at. Uh, Thoughts, please. Okay, I... uh, Wow. Uh, So many. One, how the hell... I still have normal, uh, I guess, like... Maybe I'm just crazy, but I still have that 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 fight or flight, that survival instinct to a degree, you know, when I'm drunk. So I I don't think I can ever be drunk enough to climb 90 feet in the air ever. I am terrified of heights, so no way in hell. Um, two. I mean, if he was drunk, I get why he fell asleep in the cab. Now, see, when you first mentioned this story, I thought you meant homeboy climbed up and he was like on the, the, the you know, the arm out there and yeah. he just passed out. And I was like, He's just sleeping out there with the wind around what? him. And- yeah. <laughs> like you fuck around and roll over one good time and that's it. You ain't got to worry about it anymore. You You're having one dead. of those falling nightmares yeah. <laughs> that you wake up into falling to death. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes a little more sense in this story that he fell asleep inside the cab instead of, you know, all that other. Because, wow, no. Um, and this is just a random dude who climbed up this thing? Yeah. It's not even anybody they knew. He wasn't, it wasn't like a transient, so he was not somebody who was homeless as an example or anything like that. It's just some guy who thought it would be a good idea to climb 30 feet up into this crane and got there and said, you know what, this looks like a good place to take a nap. 
And then he locked himself inside because it hadn't been locked. Nobody assumed that it was that somebody's going to go up there. So why lock the door? That's, that obviously you haven't dealt with crackhead. <laughs> that's that's the first thing you lock. I don't care how high, how low, whatever it is, you lock it. Even, that. even with all of the trouble caused by this individual calling out the crews, everything, there were no charges made either. So it's like they just let the guy do it and get away with it. Yeah. But no, no. See, this is why people do dumb shit. Because you need to, like, people need consequences. What if this guy was, like, at the end of his rope, right? My wife just mm. left me. I'm sad. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to climb this thing. I'm going to end it all. And he gets up there and he's like, nope, that's too high. And then he's like, I need a nap. <laughs> Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe it wasn't a nap he took. Maybe he just passed out. I mean, maybe. Maybe. He, like, goes inside that, the that cab. That would be me. He's and like, he just, like, he sits in there and he's like, oh, so this is what it's like up there, up here. And then finally looks down and is like, oh. And then just conks out <laughs> unconscious yeah. and wakes up the following day. Whenever it was, he had gotten up there and he was still intoxicated at the moment of waking up. That's a serious drunk. How do you climb that high while that intoxicated? I can't even, like, That's move across a room. Yeah, I can barely walk without stumbling, so... No way in hell I'm going to try and climb anything. No, hell no. 90 feet, too. The amount of exercise required for that, even just to, if you're actually using a ladder. Could you not? I can't, it's... I can't, I can't climb 90 feet on my best day. <laughs> so to be drunk, definitely not. Uh, all right. All right. Moving on to the next story yeah. here. No, no, no. Oh, uh, before we do that one, we'll just we'll just wait on that. Uh, McSherry does say cores are made by adding a heavy substance such as bismuth, graphite, or barium ether, either to resin, making very dense type of plastic, or to ceramic material. So uh, you kind of do a, an amalgamation of materials to make it sturdy and strong without being so hard that it breaks things. I'd be concerned about barium though, and in large enough don- doses, that's actually radioactive. So. Oh. Jesus. Like so said, imagine 160 balls underneath your house. Yeah. You ever wonder about that? I had places that I've lived that I thought were cursed because my animals kept getting sick there. Like rodents, the boys would have them. They'd develop tumors. They'd die. Uh, cats, they'd get all furry, scratchy, whatever, and they'd have problems. And it was either something in the soil or the house was damn radioactive. <laughs> I've lived in places like that before. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I that... I mean, I was just talking to the wife not too long ago. I think it was yesterday or today um, where I said I felt like the uh, old house that we were in before we moved up here was uh, haunted or, or something was up with it. Because mm. anytime, you know, I'm usually the last one to go to bed. So I always turn off all the lights, make sure everything's good, make sure the doors are locked and they head to bed. Um, in that old house, every time I did it, as I was walking towards the the bedroom, I would get that feeling that you get looking over the the edge of a tall building. Vertigo. No, no, not that. No, no, no. Because I get vertigo. I get vertigo when anytime mm. I look straight up, I get vertigo. That's that dizzy feeling that you're yeah. gonna pass out kind of thing. No, I'm talking about like that that scared, anxious, nervous kind of like like your your senses are telling you holy sh- no well, hey 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 mm-hmm. hey this is dangerous hey stupid this is dangerous kind of thing like that i had that feeling every time i turned the lights off in that old house Ooh. but in this house i don't have that feeling i turn off all the lights walk around and then the only thing i feel sometimes is rage because i step on a toy that the kids left out but other than that lego mines i don't everywhere. feel any kind of like terror yeah yeah. Well, tractors, like, oh my God. Lady B's, la- she was laying on the bed because she had a migraine. So I went to like hop on the bed to like uh, poker and mess with her. And I hopped on the bed and just got a, got a tractor right to the nuts. Ooh. And I was not <laughs> no. a happy camper. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So, yeah. yeah. Man, having to worry about things children left around or all over the place or behind. I- I've been lucky with that because uh my kids don't like toys they just like video games so <laughs> oh yeah all right I gotta, uh, so we'll move on to the next story here the next one is modern caltrops, yep. absolutely south korean toilet <laughs> turns excrement into power and digital currency 
Olsen, South Korea. Using a toilet can pay for your coffee or buy you bananas at a university in South Korea where human waste is being used to help power the building. Cho Jae Weon, an urban environmental engineering professor at the Olsen National Institute of Science and Technology, has designed an eco-friendly toilet connected to a laboratory that uses excrement to produce biogas and manure. They're literally just taking your your flushes and bringing it into their lab to use. The BV toilet, a portmanteau of the words B and vision, uses a vacuum pump to send feces into an underground tank, reducing water usage. Their microorganisms break down the waste of methane, which becomes a source of energy for the building, powering a gas stove, hot water boiler, and solid oxide fuel cells. If we think out of the box, feces has precious value to make energy and manure. I have put this value into ecological circulation. An average person defecates about 500 grams a day, which is roughly one pound to those Americans out there listening, which can be converted to 50 liters of methane gas. The environmental engineer said this gas can generate about 0.5 kilowatt hours of electricity or be used to drive a car for about 1.2 kilometers. So those of you in the audience that are wondering, yes, I did the math. And if everybody on this planet happened to uh, do this with that defecation, we'd have 3.5 billion kilowatt hours of power, or we could roughly like fuel like two or three states here in America, but maybe entire countries and other places uh, yearly with poop alone. Cho has devised a virtual currency called ghoul, which means honey in Korean. Each person using the eco-friendly toilet earns 10 ghoul a day. 10 honey a day if you take a poop on our our seats. Students can use the currency to buy goods on campus from freshly brewed coffee to instant cup noodles, fruits, and books. The students can pick up the products they want at a shop and scan a QR code to pay with ghoul. I never only thought that feces are dirty, but now it's a treasure of great value to me. Postgraduate student Heo Huijin said at Ghoul Market, I even talk about feces during mealtimes to think about buying any book I want. Oh, damn it, Adam. <laughs> I'd crap in a Ziploc bag for free coffee. That's a lot of doo oh. coin. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the moment I saw that 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 title where it turns poop into power in digital currency, I just, first thing went through my mind is I have the key to unlimited power and wealth <laughs> right here. Like, <laughs> just, me, just me shitting in, in, in a, just on a weekly basis. I've already got rent paid. I got a nice little bit of change in my pocket. Um, you know, we're good to go. Yep, there it is. Yeah, no, I mean, like, the free coffee thing, I'll pass on that because I don't like coffee, but, you know, I guarantee you, I sure, I will duke it out to get everybody I know free coffee. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love the idea of uh, renewable energy in this way, for sure, for yeah. sure. It could become an entire market, to be honest, using <laughs> the... Duking it out. <laughs> but it does feel so weird that there are going to be people, like, coming behind you and cleaning up your poops. And now, you know, we have to be self-conscious of our personal looks, our hygiene, our behavior and attitude. And now our feces is going to be raided. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I do the hygiene thing and personal looks, kind of. Yeah, maybe, kind of. <laughs> but, I mean, what comes out, comes out. I mean, you want to judge me on what kind of devastation I just left back there? <laughs> Nobody told you to go in there. <laughs> that's, that's the surprising so part of this. The people that can wreck the bathroom the worst, the most powerful methane emissions, are going to be the ones that are worth the most money. So exactly. you're, looking, you're looking for the big bathroom bombers is what you're looking for. I come out, I come out doing this like, yes. They're like, what happened? I just cracked that toilet. Yeah, I'm rich, baby. <laughs> Rich! You just powered a, a family of five for a month, sir. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Adam has a good point. Um, what do you think they're looking for? What do you think is the most, I guess, profitable poop? I already know like, this. Is it? So it's, oh, oh, okay. Lay it, it on. It is about making sure that it's the ripe environment for biological uh, organisms. How much it's ripe. 
So unless it's ripe, it's gotta be it's gotta be ripe. Oh. It's gotta be squishy. It's gotta be wet. So you need okay. all of those things. The harder there it is, the less water is in it, and the worse it is for this product. So individuals with like I don't know IBS <laughs> would have a field day with this one. Oh, I'm a millionaire. Hell yeah. We're rich. <laughs> high five. Yes, baby. Yes. All right. Uh, I've got to share one more one more story before we move over to some questions of the day. And this one is just All one right. I only have on. Uh, well, I do have an image. Here we go. Meth addiction in fish poses threat to ecosystem balance studies. <laughs> I thought we were done with the Florida stories. <laughs> this is not, I thought I thought I would just bring it up because we were talking about, you know, how you want to make sure that you always have enough meth for whatever goal you're yeah. setting to achieve. Attack fish. Boom. We've overdone it. Yeah, they've completely filled the waterways and now they've run out of their, their meth again and the fish are suffering withdrawals. Oh, poor fish. <laughs> Well, uh, we we bring we like to keep it new, Sherry. So we go back to fish, but now we're on meth fish. Meth, you know, fish. just tie it all in together. We like doing things in cycles. That whole mm -hmm. the, the circle of meth. <laughs> <laughs> circle of meth, just like before. Oh, man. I can't imagine the horrible music video that goes with that <laughs> exactly somebody please make that music video we will love <laughs> it we'll, we'll, we'll focus on that on an episode here i'm sure uh all right oh, good. so now it is our time for some questions and some advice uh oh. so so beast you have somebody that can answer these questions on standby I know just the guy hold all on right. let me go get right. him give me one second okay okay we'll we'll be right back with these uh his friend uh talking to us about some some advice that uh, we've had some questions for from our audience members so thank you very much for that remember that you can always uh, take part in these shows in the live streams over at rf chaos on twitch and uh you can actually go to our discord as well from there and Tell us what you want to do, what we should do. We may or may not listen to you because we're selfish like that. But, uh, but yeah. That, uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Looks like our, our friend is showing up. Hi there, uh, Bees' friend. Uh, what, what's your name? Is this thing working? It, it is working, exactly. Uh, mm. uh, I'm, I'm Ty. Nice to meet you. And who are you? How are you doing? I'm, do I'm doing good. What, what should I call you, sir? Just call me Florida Man. Florida Man. Oh, you know what? Mm. I've been a huge fan of your exploits, although please don't kill me. Um, however, we, we've got some questions yeah, here. We, we got we got a list of questions here that we wanna we wanna ask you, Mister Florida Man, uh, and see what mm -hmm. your answers are. So, first question is: Centaurs are a version of rebranding. What animal would make a superior bottom half to horses? Turtles. Turtles. <laughs> Wait, is this horse on top? It's turtle on bottom? Horse on top, I've turtle. I've about that before. Um, I suppose so. They'd have uh, much better defenses, but be, be be very slow. They couldn't. You couldn't. I mean, riding those might be a thing. They rode like a dream in my dream. You rode turtle horses. If I'm dreaming about turtle horses, you damn right I'm gonna ride it. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, question for you: Which came first? This question: Why the chicken crossed the road? Or this question: Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Uh, T and B NFT win. What? Hold on. What the hell is this? What are you? What? Uh, you, you seem come to come here, you little rat! Seem to have found something. What, what was that? Uh, it was almost my dinner, but it got away. Oh, uh, just well, not again. You almost—I got uh, something for it. I got something for it. Oh God! Uh, well, he's got a weapon, everybody. He's got a weapon. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what is your question? The question is: Which one of us can talk the longest without pausing for air? Out of you and me, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You. You think I can talk the longest without pausing for air? You're probably right. I can actually go on for a very, very long time. Uh, I don't know. Good lungs. Good. I'd probably just bite you. Okay, we will go on to the next question then. So, uh, come up with a new fetish. Go. Mm, 
I love it. It's peanut butter and armpits. Peanut butter and armpits fetish. Uh, sticky and moist all at once. Mm-hmm. That's how I like it. Oh, uh, good to know. Uh, good like thing. Good cheese. <laughs> Gross. If you could learn four moves like in Pokemon, but not strictly from Pokemon, what would your loadout be? Yeah, uh, probably vomit, defecate. Stab and mess. Sounds like the right ability powers. Uh, yeah, it would keep me away from you, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Wait, stab and then take a little mess. So, stab. So, so, Mr. Mr. Florida Man, I need advice. I was at a luncheon. I was at a luncheon, a high class function. Food was served and I was stone cold munching. I ate so much I split my pants, but then a cute girl asked me to dance. What do I do? Dance. Simple enough. Okay. Yeah. Give us if your... If somebody says anything, you stab them. <laughs> just dance, and if they start saying, you just... Gah. Uh, so, for you, give us your hottest surefire hit of a pickup line that you have. Hey, you got a house? Can I go inside? That, um... I think I think I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Let's just move on to the to the next question. Uh, the next question is: Why are you so attracted to me? Because you got AC. Because I've got AC. That stand for something in Florida, or uh, do you just need it to be cold? I just need it to be cold. Oh, it's not an innuendo. No, you have AC. It's hot. Hot. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. And last question of the night. Florida man, what is your take on pineapple on pizza? I'm I'm not too picky when the meth kicks in. Hell, I eat pineapple on people if you get it close enough <laughs> to me. Well, uh, I think if you listen closely, you'll hear the police are, as we speak, breaking down your door. So uh, well, no. we're going we're gonna to well, have to say goodbye to Florida man here. There. Looks Shut like... Up. Looks oh, like he's, a, he's fleeing the scene of the crime. Uh, is that is that even your house, Florida man? I think I think I see some. Is the, are those legs? You quit dragging those out of frame. You you can't do that. To, you, you, that's not okay. That is whoa 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 whoa. Are you okay, bees? I'm fine now. I had somebody else planned, but I don't know what the hell. He came in and kids left the door open. The cheese. So, I'm sorry, um, unfortunately we're out of time, so I can't bring the, uh, next week, I'll, I'll bring the other guest on, but. Next uh, week. Wow. All right, everybody, so that has been the T&B's Power Hour. Bees, where can we find more of you? Tell us what's going on. You can find me here two days a week, here for the Power Hour. Ah, I just hurt my elbow. And uh, <laughs> as well as uh, you can find me on Fridays with the sparrows as the oh, the extremely unpredictable uh, elderly turtle. Extremely unpredictable is one way to put it. All sorts of hell and havoc, and is a just a blast to play. Um, you can also catch me on my channel. My uh, schedule is changing because I have started a new semester. So um, depending on how all that pans out, um, I still want to do regular streams. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, still doing uh, uh, day, like the little two hour daytime streams. Um, but I might I might switch them up between Resident Evil and uh, some speed running once I get into that. Um, and then every once in a while, if I do a night stream, I might do a night stream with Fox on our D&D adventure. Um, but other than that, yeah, either RF Chaos or uh, my channel, Big underscore Bees. Um, follow me on Twitter at Big Bees underscore. And yeah. Yeah, you can catch me, Lot Even Star, on uh, Twitter or roll underscore four underscore chaos uh, there as well, or RF Chaos over here, Lot Even Star Art over here on Twitch. Uh, thank you very much for watching, everybody. We appreciate you. Tomorrow night at six Pacific Standard Time, we are back on this channel for Roll Charisma. Got some interesting people popping in for that, and then catch all of our other stuff. Keep an eye on our schedule. Thank you very much for watching. 
and or listening and have a wonderful day. Love you all. And just remember, always be I thought you were going to say always make sure you bring enough meth to the <laughs> situations you're doing. Well, I mean, if you bring enough meth, you can definitely be powerful. That's so. true. Always that be powerful. Goes with it. That goes uh, Yeah. As a reiteration, you have enough meth. We, we do not powerful. support the use of meth on this channel. That is not actually a thing. No, we do. You sh- stop. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>